Happy forking new year. Happy new year. But really happy new year. This is 2021. Who would have thought we would ever make it here? <laughs> Not me. And what a lovely start to the new year with what's happening in DC, dude. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's been good. We made it six days in before America <laughs> decided to be America. Yeah. I was looking at um cost of moving to Antarctica today. Oh. Um and inviting all my friends to come with me, including you. And how much is it to move there? Um, just like a lot of money, but like no big deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's something that I definitely have an abundance yeah, of. No, so it's, why not? It's really no big deal. Don't you worry about it. Anyway, yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to Unfiltered. This is episode 16, and we are bringing in the new year with a, I don't know, what is hopefully a helpful topic for you guys. We had, we asked on our Instagram a couple weeks ago if you guys had any episode suggestions when we were planning out the next couple months of episodes for this year, and one of our dear listeners suggested the topic for this episode today, so... We like the idea, and so hopefully you guys like the idea also, especially with the new year and everything. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the question for queens. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to reread the question for queens from last week um, and give you guys the answer. So the question is, there are two balls a few inches apart on a flat table. Give three methods for getting ball number one to touch ball number two without touching any of the balls. So I said last week, this is a very like open-ended question. There's no right or wrong answer. However, Reddit has some useful information for us because apparently a kid actually got asked this in an interview and he was kind enough to share his answers with us. Um, so uh, a couple that he gave, and we also um, posted this on our Instagram and hopefully you guys thought about it and had your own ideas because there were a lot of different ways you could do this. But some um, options that were given were to uh, one, lift one edge of the table and cause the balls to roll together. Although I guess you have to work the physics out, figure out how, you know, you don't want to mess them. So it's like complicated, but blow one ball into the other. And then this guy gave another answer of depending on the material, you could use some sort of electrostatic or magnetic forces to move the balls together. So interesting, interesting. Lots of different options out there. I'm sure you guys had plenty more, but that was a kind of cool open-ended question. Yeah. I actually really like that because I feel like that's, something I could actually come up with. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's definitely more of an engineering question. Um, so the question for this week is a little fun, little fun thing about a ladder, <laughs> about a little ladder. So the question is, a 25-foot ladder, assume it is not an extension ladder, is placed with its foot seven feet away from the building. If the top of the ladder slips down four feet, how many feet will the bottom slide out? I feel like this is something you could get on the GRE. Yeah, it sounds like one of those standardized so. testing questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Now to get into the juicy stuff, which isn't actually very juicy. It is juicy. This, okay, wrong. Because as you get older, like, who cares about the TikTokers? Well, I guess we still care about them. But what matters is improving yourself and, like, really trying to discover yourself and what matters for you. Okay, so that's a really good point. Especially, like, I've been going through a lot of personal stuff the past couple of months. 
And I've never been a kind of person to read not for fun if I have a choice. Like I always love reading fiction and stuff, but I've recently been reading like they're not like self-help books, but they're like... I was going to say self-help yeah, books. but like they kind of are. They're like how to improve your life, different ways, stuff like that, which I'm actually reading a book right now, which I was going to talk about today in this episode. Um, but one of my friends sent me some book recommendations along that lines because she was going through something similar and she said they helped her. And so I've been trying to read more of those. And they've actually been like super interesting because it's like, I'm not, I've never really been into psych- psychology. It just confuses me. <laughs> like yeah. I took a psychology class in high school and it was just like, a lot of information um but like reading about it like this it's been very interesting so I'm gonna definitely share I'll share part of what I'm reading with you guys later when we talk about it but yeah well that's that's great dude um so this episode is that's why I was saying like you can't knock it down because I know I'm just joking you're right and I agree especially like it's especially in quarantine too it's like yes a time to yeah. think about these things more because you have the time to focus on yes. stuff like this. So. so this episode is focusing on making goals with in different areas of your life. So professional, personal, academic. And, you know, it's really important, one, because yes, quarantine, we all have a lot of time. Two, it's the new year. But three, even if you're like listening to this in a year from now, two years from now, or in June, it doesn't matter. You can always get started. It doesn't have to be the new year. year. I feel like time is just a construct. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's such like, like people are always like, Oh, a couple months, months into the new year, they're like, Oh, I already stopped like working on my goals or my new year's resolutions or whatever, like too late, you know, I'll do it again next year. It's like, you can start anytime. Like exactly. Yeah. Time is definitely, it's just all relative. So it starts when you start it. Yes. And, yes. it, and you can fail at it and then start again. And that's okay. So, yes. Um, which kind of brings me into like what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So on January 3rd, actually, I, so I am not a very religious person, but my housemate invited me to watch this like online church sermon with her because one of her favorite like public, he's a pastor, but I think she really admires him for public speaking. One of her favorite speakers was giving a sermon. His name is Devon Franklin. And I just decided to watch because I, it was a Sunday morning and his message, like honestly really spoke to me and I won't go through everything he said. You can watch it. Um, if you go to YouTube and type in Devon Franklin, Zoe church, like 2021, then his message will pop up. I think it's called how to live freely or something, something that he said that really stuck out to me was that when you set goals, you shouldn't focus on like doing actual things. So let's say you resolve in the new year to drink more water on the first and second day, you're going to be, you drink water and like, you're okay with yourself. But on the third day you forget to drink water. And this water is like a symbol of hope. And when you don't, when you don't drink the water, you start to feel really down on yourself. You're like, why did I forget to drink water? I can never follow through with anything. I can't Mm -hmm. complete any of my goals, blah, blah, blah. And you start to like lose hope because you didn't drink the water. But if you kind of shift your perspective and rather than focusing on the doing, you can focus on the being. So let's say instead of saying, I want to drink more water this year, you declare I'm going to be a healthy person at any moment in your life. You say, I'm going to be a healthy person. So what do healthy people do? They drink water, they move their body, they get good sleep, blah, 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 blah. And let's, um, so when you focus on being like, it's a lot easier to not 
put so much hope onto one specific action because there are a lot of things that you should be doing. And if you fall short, then you can just say, that's okay. Um, I'm still a healthy person. I'm going to drink water tomorrow. I'm going to sleep more tomorrow. Yeah. So I really like that mindset. And I, I definitely like struggle with that a little bit because I do place a lot of my hope on specific actions, but I'm shifting my mindset. And I really, really like that. So I just wanted to share it. That's cool. I've never heard it phrased that way, but like makes a lot of sense. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I like that. uh, And something that he said that it's a phrase I've heard so many times, but for some reason this year, it's just like really hitting me hard. He kept saying that was then, this is now. And that just felt so powerful to me. I was like, damn, that was then, this is now. Like I may have fallen 60 seconds ago, but I'm standing up right now. It doesn't matter what happened. Dude, you're going to make me cry. No, I, <laughs> I, dude, I know. This is something I have had to keep saying to myself over and over because I too, Michaela and I are going through very different things, but we're still both struggling right yeah, now. Yeah. And it's okay to admit that. Well, I like, that was, that was like very profound and mm-hmm. My equivalent, I told you, is this book I'm reading, okay? So it's called Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. And Mm -hmm. as cheesy and typical as it sounds, it's basically like how to be happy, but without the how-to because the whole point of this book is like the author says that like books of how to be happy, how to find happiness, how to achieve happiness have been around for decades and they're always steps of what you can do. But his whole claim is there are no steps on how you can find happiness because happiness isn't something like that's not the same for everyone. And it's not something that you can like say, okay, step one is this step two is it. It's not about that. And what he says it is, it's about this flow. And that's Mm -hmm. what happiness is, is it's a flow of like your emotions and the way you get there and all of this stuff. And it's been like really interesting from his perspective. And the part that I want to read here, okay, um, is about setting goals. Um, So like, so, okay, I'm going to read this. He says, contrary to what we usually believe, moments like these, the best moments in our lives are not the passive, receptive, relaxing times. Although such experiences can also be enjoyable if we have worked hard to attain them. The best moments usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to its limits in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. Optimal experience is thus something that we make happen. For a child, it could be placing with trembling fingers the last block on a tower she has built, higher than any she has built so far. For a swimmer, it could be trying to beat his own record. For a violinist, mastering an intricate musical passage. For each person, there are thousands of opportunities, challenges, and challenges to expand ourselves. Such experiences are not necessarily pleasant at the time they occur. The swimmer's muscles might have ached during his most memorable race. His lungs might have felt like exploding and he might have been dizzy with fatigue. Yet these could have been the best moments of his life. So basically, like, he's, I I thought it was really interesting because a lot of this talks about setting goals and how um, it's not the physical, it's not the physical act of achieving the goal necessarily that makes you happy, but it's like the journey you go on to get there, assuming that Mm -hmm. goal is challenging enough, which I thought was really interesting because I feel like I know, especially about myself, I'm always focused on the next thing. Oh, once I do this and I never can live in the moment of actually achieve, like getting to that goal, it's always, I'm always focused on what's going to happen when I get that goal. Um, And so I've been trying to like, like setting my goals for this year, I've been trying to focus more on like what I'm doing to actually achieve that goal versus what's going to happen when I do achieve that goal. So Dang. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like the saying, um, it's not the destination, it's the yeah, journey. Exactly. That's like kind of what this whole thing's about. Yeah. No, I, I definitely relate to that because I'm always like you am looking towards the next big thing. Like I've, I'm already thinking about what I want to do after my doctorate, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like 
I I think that's why I've been so, or one of the reasons why I've been so unhappy lately, because it's just hard to really appreciate what I'm going through right now. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, dude, I get it. I get it. You and this book. I was going to ask you, let me borrow it after. <laughs> well, it's in the library, but. <laughs> oh, you got it from the library? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just look at it. But it's probably, yeah, it's probably online or something too. Okay. Um, or if you look at your library, yeah. But anyways, I thought that was really interesting. So I've been trying to apply that to all my goals, but um, we also wanted to dive more into like specific advice or I guess not necessarily advice, but like talk about what we do and things we've learned. I feel funny saying that because like I feel so young, like I yeah. don't feel very wise when it comes to this. I feel like I need to be talking to like an 80-year-old about how to set goals, but every perspective is different. So maybe we can say something that you guys hadn't thought of before. Um, That's true. And if we say things you have, well... I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) We'll be back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I guess like jumping into my personal goals, there are a couple things that I normally do um, when I'm thinking about those specifically versus academic or professional or any other types of goals. Because generally when I think about my personal goals, I think for me, my academic and professional goals are a little bit more um, professional, I guess, can be like pretty far, far out, like where do I want my career to go, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially academic for me has always been like very short term goals because it's like you're in a quarter. It's like, okay, you have 10 weeks, you know, you have goals for that quarter or whatever. So it's very short term. But for me, my personal goals are often like five, 10 years out. And there's are ones that are a week out, you know, a month out, whatever. But um, what I always try to do is I, when I set my personal goals, I first look at the long-term goals. So I'll ask myself, okay, where do I want to be in five years or where do I want to be in 10 years? And then I work backwards. So instead of saying, okay, in a month, I want to do this and a year I want to be here. Okay. That means in five years, I want to be here. I work backwards because I look at the bigger picture first and say, okay, if I want to be here in five years, what do I need to get? What do I need to do to get there now? Mm-hmm. So then I can set my goals for myself now for this year or whatever it is um, to start aiming towards the long-term goal. Have you actually made a vision board before? Yeah. So um, I don't like, if you think about vision board in the sense that like most people mean it is like you cut out pictures or whatever from like magazines or something and you like pin them on a bulletin board and you post that up. And that's great if that works for you. But I, what I like to do, well, I'm obsessed with Pinterest, so this doesn't help, but I make a Pinterest board and then I go on Pinterest and I find, I look up, I basically made it. So like what I did this year was I made a list on my notes on my computer, just like basic and I put like, I think there's probably a good 50 things on there that like I, my, my vision board, I separate from my goals. My goals, I wrote out in my journal. I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And I, you know, I followed the like smart technique of like specific, measurable, whatever. Um, yeah. And all that stuff for my actual goals. My vision board is more like the, like the vibe I want for the year. You know, like I see. It's, like okay. my, it's more like a, I guess mine maybe more is like a mood board kind of thing than a vision board. It's a vision board because it's what I want my, it's like my vision for this year, but it's more like the vibe. So I like, I see. I can show you it. It's on Pinterest, but I basically just add things like I pictures of the beach and the sunset and road trips and like all that kind of stuff that like when I look at it, it makes me happy because then when I feel happy, I'm like, okay, I want to do that. You know? Oh, that's cute. Okay. Yeah. I never really understood what a vision board was. And I honestly had never heard of it. You can do like it more specifically, like I think in the normal term of what people mean. Okay. I really like that. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that, dude. If anyone wants to do that, Pinterest is a great place. (laughs) Or I'll like what I've done in the past too, before I was using Pinterest is like, I would go in my journal and I would just take a page and I would just write down words, like kind of how I made my list. I would just write them down in like, just all over, not like a list, but like, one word here yeah. and then sideways here and then whatever. Right, just right. like the whole page fills up with like words. 
Yeah, that's cute. What are those called? Um, word clouds or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like a word cloud that I yeah did by hand in my journal. Okay. So, anyways. Damn. Everyone, uh, pull out your vision boards because – Mine's really cute. Not, not going to lie. Okay, share it with me. Okay, I will. Um, I'm not that organized, <laughs> so I'm definitely not like Michaela where I have like this straight-up plan and system – of creating goals, unfortunately, sorry. So I'm really not the best person to ask, but I do like to try different things. So I guess I think the biggest thing for me this year is this applies to both personal and academic, but I think mostly personal is having an accountability partner. So I really made sure to tell people what I want to do and accomplish this year. And I asked them to like join me on that journey. Um, and so like for example, something that I want to do is spend one day a week, 24 hours, no technology at all. And one of my housemates agreed to do that with me. So that's going to be really exciting to see what happens. And I also invited like my other housemates and their boyfriends and they all said that they want to like try it at least. But um, my other housemate definitely wants to do it with me. So it's nice to have someone that can hold you accountable. And I say that this can apply to academic stuff too, because if you have like a classmate or someone you study with and you tell them what your goals are and you share with each other, um, it'll be really helpful, like keeping each other accountable in that whole process. So yeah. Yeah, dude, I think that's a really good idea. And I'll be your accountability party par- party partner if you ever need one. Please. Yeah, so obviously, like, I'm not in school right now anymore. But um, looking back at, like, how I would set my goals when I was or acad- my ap- academic goals, um, like I said, for me, academic goals were always more like of a short-term thing. And I'm the kind of person who I feel so accomplished when I check things off or cross things out. Yeah. So I would always make lists, like, yeah. Okay, my goals for this week. Okay, here's what I need to get done, or here's how I want to feel, or here's what I want to do, whatever it was. Um, and then, and I would, <laughs> I'm the kind of person who, even though I've done something, I'll write it on there just so I can cross it off because it just feels so satisfying. And then I feel yeah. it encourages me to get the rest of my work done because I feel like I'm actually doing something. And hand in hand with that kind of goes the breaking down goals into smaller goals because if you like to cross things off and if that's satisfying to you, if you put goals that are too big for you to achieve or too vague or anything like that, you won't be able to cross it off. Yeah. And for me, like I said, crossing it off is a form of motivation to continue and work on the rest. So I would always try to do like small things that I could easily cross off because then it would keep encouraging me. But if I had big ones or it was like, or I used to put like when I first started making goals, I didn't really know how to do it. I'd put like study but like, when do you cross <laughs> off? When do you cross off study? Because it's like I'm always studying. I can never, I could never cross yeah. it off. Because it's like I'm never done studying, you know. So it's like, right. then I'd be like, okay, study chapter two or take notes on chapter two. And then right. it's like, okay, I've done chapter two. I can cross that off, you know. Yeah. So that's where the, like I said earlier, the smart goals. I guess I sh- should say what that is. Maybe people don't know. Um, smart. No, goal- I don't even know what oh, that is. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, well, smart goals. I can't remember all the acronyms. Let me look it up. Smart goals is an acronym, or smart is an acronym for how you're supposed to, or what people recommend to set your goals. So it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So kind of like that, you want to put a time, okay, by the end of this week, I'll do this. And you want to put something that's measurable, like I said, not just study, you can't measure, okay, have I studied? I don't know. But I've, okay, I've taken my notes on chapter two by the end of this week, or something like that. So it's like a way to set goals that you can kind of, what I'm saying, kind of check off and know that you've accomplished, versus if you just put something that's like too vague, maybe doesn't have a time limit or something, it's like, 
it's not as easy to check off or you don't right. really know if you've done it or, and you can't get that same like satisfaction, I guess, yeah. as if it's something that's considered like a smart goal. Dude, um, that's, you're just spitting fire today. That is like a really good piece of advice. And I guess I actually do the exact same thing. I just, yeah, didn't I think a lot of people do it, it because yeah. it just comes naturally. It's like you, whether if you don't do it, you learn that. Like I said, like I used to put study in and then I was like, why can't I cross this off my list? Right. Um, but yeah, there's like an acronym for it. So yeah. And I'll put the smallest things too, like go outside. And <laughs> because honestly, you have to, especially at this stage in our careers, like we're so busy and we get so yeah. caught up with the other things that you have to schedule in those little things exactly. too, that me time. And my mind gets so overwhelmed with everything I need to do that I need to put all the small Same. things down because it's like, Same. I won't do it or I'll forget or something if I don't because yeah. it's like, I just have so much that I need to do. So I'll literally put brush my teeth, like whatever. <laughs> Wake Daria or yeah, Daria, wake up. Wake up. (laughs) Okay, I used to roast uh our old roommate because in her planner she would write wake up, but honestly, I feel that now. Like I understand it and I can't believe I would roast her about it. And little did we know she's been way ahead of us this whole time. I know she's woke. Damn. Shout out to her. We'll have a part two. Yes, yeah, part two. I don't think people will want to listen to us talk about goals for that long. <laughs> uh, you don't know. People love this kind of stuff, dude. Maybe. Um, another thing I'll say is if we are not enough for you, there are like a thousand freaking YouTube videos and stuff on this. Like, yeah, there's some wise people out there. So, yeah, there really are. And then I guess professionally, one thing I like to do is similar in terms of like how I said about my personal goals, like long-term goals, and then I break it down to shorter term goals. But what I like to do is basically like I'll envision where I want to be in my career in the next five or 10 years or something. And then because that makes me so excited, just imagining myself in that situation, that then motivates me to do what I need to do to get there. And so it's not necessarily setting goals, but I always say like, try to envision yourself achieving the goal um, that you want to have, that you want to set, that you're planning to set envision yourself achieving that goal and how you feel kind of like what you said about being rather than doing but more about like how you feel when you imagine yourself doing that because I think that feeling alone if it's something that you do really want will create the motivation you need to actually follow through with that goal um yeah. so it's not really I guess setting goals professionally but like more achieving them and having yeah. the motivation so no I think that's a really good tip and I do I honestly do that almost every night I like envision myself just uh, I I daydream about like doing my dissertation and having all my friends and family there, and I think that is a good a good point. But I feel like it almost contradicts what we were saying in the beginning about how uh, the destination does not make you happy. I agree. I agree. I don't. I'm not saying the destination doesn't make you happy, but this whole guy's whole point in the book is that. Because people are so focused on that goal and they think that's what's going to make them the happiest, they're not mm. they're not realizing the happiness they feel along the way. Okay, so then I think it's like it's important for you to envision yourself in those moments, but don't get so caught yeah. up in that daydream. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. yeah, I think that like there's a balance between the two because I think it's I important. And obviously, you're going to feel happy when you achieve your goals. I'm not saying you're going to you're going to achieve it and you're going to be sad. Like you worked yeah. hard to do it, and obviously, you're going to be happy, but. Uh, one of his big points is that people are so focused on getting there that they miss everything in between. Right. Which like you okay, said, no, it's all yeah. about living in the moment and that kind of stuff. So um, yeah. this is just more about goals and, and specifically, but damn, yeah, so. that's a good point. Uh, lots of good stuff here, people. I don't have anything else to say. 
<laughs> Whoops. Also, I mean, this was all this is all easier said than done too. Like yeah, it's sure. it's hard. There's no it's different for everyone how you set goals. There's no right or wrong answer and there's it's not black and white. So yeah. I don't follow through with my goals all the time. It's just a normal part of life. But it's like ways you can learn from that and stuff too. So I think a big piece of advice is be gentle and patient with yourself. Don't get upset at yourself if you forget to do something or, you know, you mess up a little bit along the way. We're all human. And it's great that you're setting goals in the first place. That is like seriously number one, something yeah. that a lot of people literally can't even do. Yeah, so. definitely. And I also think the point that we made at the beginning of you can like just because you fail once doesn't mean you can't start. Like you don't have to wait till the next year to start or something yeah. like it's it's times all relevant. You can start yeah. whenever you decide you want to start. That's totally up to you. You don't need exactly. a milestone. And if you do feel like you need it, okay, what about Monday of next week? It doesn't have to be January 1st right. of the next year. You know, it's like. Damn. Way to just lay it on them, bro. Just spitting facts, making us all feel like shit because we're going to fail. <laughs> I'm kidding. Lol. Lol. Anywho. Anywho. How's it going, Thanks, everyone. everyone. <laughs> What the nuts? Oh, I just got so confused. It's extremely dark outside on my street, and I just see like these floating lights, and I think it's a UPS truck. That's why. I hope so. I really hope so. Lokio is like a UFO <laughs> in my neighborhood? No way. They're just donkeys, dude. Ugh, the donks. Love them. Has no one ridden one yet? Like, I'm confused. No, but I saw, I was walking around the neighborhood today and there was a giant pile of poop in someone's front yard. I was like, nice, nice little gift they left. And then there was just a coyote chilling like right next to my house, just in the field, lying down, bathing in the sun. I was like, okay. You live in a Glad zoo. you're having you, fun you over here, zoo? dude. No, I live in a wildlife reserve, you know. <laughs> You know how when we were driving, when you came to pick us up and we drove past those uh, railroad tracks and there were those donkeys? Yeah. That field on the left, that's the wildlife reserve. Wow. I live in a riverside. Honestly, okay, I just have a message for the haters out there because (laughs) I know you exist. People always crap on Riverside and it actually like blows my mind. I feel like people only crap on it because someone once said something bad and they're just like bandwagoning because I've been walking around all over my neighborhood and it is so beautiful here and the view from my backyard is insane. Like I can attest to that. I have seen it. Yeah. Freaking haters, dude. It is a cute little area. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what this episode was about, but you had to just call out the haters for a second. And uh, so shout out to mom and dad. They finally started listening to the podcast. So love you guys. <laughs> oh, wait, you're, you're actual mom and dad. Sorry, my parents, yeah. What's up, Steve and Burn? How are you guys doing? Honestly, haven't seen you in a long time, but thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for the support. 16 episodes later. <laughs> Lol. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, but anyways, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. To thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys and gals and what? It, oh shoot! What? It, what is it? Kings, queens, and everyone thank in between. Kings, queens, and everyone in betweens for listening to Unfiltered. This is episode sixteen. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify 
And you can follow us on Instagram at unfiltered PDCST. <laughs> well, thanks anyways, for listening, everyone. For listening. You want to take it away, Kim? Yeah. Uh, my name's Kimberly. My name's Michaela. And, and this, this is unfiltered. unfiltered. Wow, We're dude. We're so good at that. <laughs> wow. We yeah, have bars. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. Nope. Um, yeah. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> have okay. a good night. Okay, Love bye. You. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye.